0: Cloud computing offers many conveniences, but those conveniences do not come without their own risks and challenges, as Dr. Alistair McWilson of Accenture is quick to point out. Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group. During this second part of a two-part interview with McWilson, McWilson explains some of the regional differences and varying international laws that are limiting the services and security levels cloud providers can currently offer to businesses and organizations. Do you see regional differences in security levels that are provided by cloud vendors? For instance, how would you compare cloud services in the U.S. with cloud services in Europe?
1: um actually for uh many organizations this is one of the, the the biggest uh challenges to face so you take a multinational any multinational that operates um globally um if they've got a global cloud based service provider chances are um they uh, they won't meet um, the regional different differences around um consistent security and data uh, due to the absence of consistent security and data privacy laws and regulations so um, even though there's um, you know there's an attempt at um, at regionalizing or or nationalizing um, the uh, regulations and laws around cloud service provision say in the US um, quite often state laws for example um, will take a higher profile than you know, any national attempts to harmonize. Uh, the same is true and probably more exacerbated in uh, in Europe, for example, where even the European Commission has been trying to harmonize, harmonize um, uh, the regulations and the requirements. Um, but national governments like uh, the German government, for example, um the uk government and and others in europe um are still saying well hang on a moment um our we we don't care what what is in place from a european-wide perspective uh we want these data protection laws or the reporting laws to apply in, in these cases so what i'm saying is that lack of harmonization is a real barrier uh to particularly the big organizations sort of adopting cloud-based services um, to do global things or to handle data on a global basis. So one good example of that is, um, uh, it is around identity and access management, where a lot of organizations would love to see identity and access management, a security function, if you like, uh, being provided for as a cloud-based service. Um, but. Unfortunately, the movement of user information uh, across national borders in, even in Europe where there's some level of harmonisation is a real challenge. So uh, I guess even when the regulations are not directly at odds with what the cloud is trying to do do the the ambiguity in the thicket of uh, sort of potentially conflicting laws really casts a cloud over. Uh, uh, various initiatives that companies want to, to try and adopt to d- deploy uh, their data in the cloud, which is is something that really has to be addressed uh, either national or international level.
0: Before we close, Alistair, I did want to ask for some final thoughts about cloud security generally. Uh,
1: well, yes, thank you for the opportunity. I, <laughs> I, I, I think actually that, um, you know, I may have uh, painted a uh, possibly a, a, an overly gloomy picture. Um, you know, I would stress that, uh, you know, there's real benefits to cloud. Uh, we're certainly seeing them, uh, you know, the high, high agility, the scalability, on demand computing power, uh, and this incredible ecosystem of providers that is being built. Um, is, is something that people should really pay attention to. I, I believe that the, um, uh, you know, quite clearly, uh, whilst companies need to understand the risks associated with, uh, with putting certain data onto public clouds, I actually think that uh, technology solutions will rapidly uh, catch up um, and address many of these concerns. Um, And and I don't want to lose sight of the fact that the cloud represents a chance for organizations to really rethink their approach um, to not only how to get business services and data out out of cloud, but also to um, their their overall approach to information security, because that is also coming as a cloud-based service. So in answer to your question about you know which organizations are ideally placed to uh, to help push this through um, well I think um, a lot of it is the buyers uh, buyers much like in uh the out, the early days of the outsourcing arena are starting to, to uh, dictate um, terms um, and and uh, their buying power is starting to help uh, cloud based providers really think through, um, you know, how, how they can meet, um, the, the growing, uh, requirements for security and control in, in their services. And it, it's accelerating the maturity of the, these service providers, uh, significantly. I also think that the, um, you know, there's so many people interested in this in, uh, you know, with all different agendas in terms of the stakeholders, the vendors, service providers and so on, uh, technology vendors, um, that uh, organizations, those organizations or stakeholders are getting together uh, to define, um, you know, newer, new levels of security control, uh, which will come out in, you know, in in, in the near future. Um, in, in terms of open standards or, or the standards-based uh, thinking that's, uh, that's emerging around this. So much like any innovation, um, it takes a while for people to cotton on both the opportunities and also the risks. Um, and it takes a little bit longer for the technology guys to catch up. But that's certainly what we're seeing happen.
0: Alistair, I want to thank you again for your time today.
1: Well, thank you, uh, Tracy. Thanks very much. It's a good question.
0: Again, we've just heard from Dr. Alistair McWilson. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten.